What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Thank you so much for tuning into this week's brand new edition of the Party Up Podcast. I'm, of course, your host, Derek Bigbosh, and with me, as always, some beardy to love, Mr. John Donadio. What's up, John? What's going on, my dude? Nothing much, man. Also joining us, as always, gonna shock them, Miss Katie McKinley. What's up? What's up? Good. What's good? What's good? Sorry, I had to pause for another. <laughs> it, it like you stopped me. You had two sense. thoughts at once. That's yep. I did. You're like, what's up? Good. What's good? Up. What's up? Good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Podcasting. <laughs> oh my god. All right. So Katie's tired. Um, as always, as, as always, uh, she doesn't want to. She doesn't want to be here. And the personality trait. <laughs> I feel like I even if Katie had a good day, like you would purposely do like sixty jumping jacks and like run around your bedroom or some <laughs> shit, just to be like, I have to be tired for the show. I have to. That's who. That's who I am on the show. I'm just always My tired. Personality. Yeah. <laughs> no, honestly, God, like I could sit here for like I could literally sit at home and just lay in bed, and I'll still be tired. And like it's just Same. I don't know what to do anymore. Yep. Yeah. Has it, has it been a busy moment. week? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's always a, tired, a busy week. Tired generation. The tired, yeah. <laughs> Perpetually tired. Generation Z. Z, yeah, Z, Z, Z. Z's. Z's. <laughs> <laughs> Katie, come on. What, how's, how's your week been? You, 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 you're saying that it was a busy week. What'd you do all week? Fill, fill us and the listeners just- in. <laughs> So, so we have um, at work right now, we're getting into our busy season. Um, and essentially, we have uh, our one manager who's training or our only manager for my um, for the cake team that I'm on because I'm a cake decorator. Um, they are training somebody right now. So a lot of the work is falling on to me and I'm just adjusting. Um, right. so it's not like bad, like I'm not stressed. It's just like, I'm doing a lot. So I'm tired and I'm dealing with like, you know, I'm running errands on my days off and this and that. And Saturday night I was a f-ing idiot and missed my friend and was like, they're graduating. I need a good cry. Let me go to a lesbian bar and cry in the corner and have tequila <laughs> that I shouldn't be having. <laughs> wow. And then, and then wake up at my friend's place, you know, Sunday morning and be all chipper, walk past the dog park, stare at dogs for 20 minutes then go to brunch and then sit down and the room starts spinning so that wow, was nice. my weekend and then today i worked so today's my friday so oh okay awesome yeah wow <laughs> what um, about you guys i mean nothing, yeah another cheese he beat us hands I did, down <laughs> i did uh celebrate greek easter this uh, oh i did see that ah uh, yes yeah. greaster the uh, as it's known to be called, um, <laughs> to all of the Greek people listening. Uh, hey. the uh, yeah, we uh, it was cool. They we had a whole like lamb on a spit. I mean, it was just like a, it was a wild ride. Um, it's not, I've done it a couple of times. Like, my, my one of my best friends is Greek, and we go like almost every year, except for like the years I didn't live in New York. Um, but it's it's always a blast, and nice. uh, the family like I've known them forever, and they were. You know, booze and and meat and spanikopita and all kinds mm. of stuff. It was <laughs> one one of my favorite pastimes as a kid was going to the Greek festival with my dad and just eating uh, all the food. So I so can only fun. imagine. Yeah, it's so great. I'm so hungry right now. <laughs> <laughs> it just made me hungry, even though like, all today I was still like full. You're still full. 
Yeah, oh, I mean, we ate so much. Nice. Wow, yeah, both of you definitely beat me. Shit. Uh, <laughs> what I what I do all week? Hate myself. Uh, oh my gosh. You, <laughs> no. I saw that you got your hair cut. Oh. You're like, yeah. like every week something new is happening. And I was I'm like having, sitting there, those pictures I'm, are so I'm cute. having my midlife crisis slash Britney Spears year. <laughs> right now <laughs> like this is this is what's going on no 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 <laughs> yeah just creepily staring at myself in the in the mirror laughing and just shaving my head <laughs> they're all gonna love it <laughs> um no <laughs> yeah no it, it is it is no it's you know what it is it's like um uh, not to get too personal on the on the show but you know i'm i've been going through uh some some changes my body is is changing and the things that are happening in my body no i'm i'm kidding um no i just you know what it, <laughs> you know what it is it's like um <laughs> i'm becoming a woman um uh, Good for you. <laughs> i'm blossoming um no i just <laughs> no i just you know i was just like you know what i think it's about time that i actually gave a shit again about myself and took care of myself there's a lot of stress at my uh well now old job i guess um but uh yeah just a lot of stuff going on and i was like you know what i think it's about time that i really took the steps to uh to change and do things that i that i need to do to to make myself feel better so i shaved my entire face kept the mustache though i kept the mustache because i i have to you know of course um oh yeah I, mustache game is strong on my the male side of my family uh so I have to continue that legacy. Um, <laughs> and then, uh, and then you know, I looked like a goddamn bum. And I was just like, I need, and I was getting hot. The warm weather is coming around. And I had, like, this weird, like, mid to long hair that was just bothering me. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to shave. I'm just going to get rid of it. I'm just going to cut my hair. And then I decided, uh, for anyone that has me personally on Instagram, uh, they saw that I decided to have a little fun with it, and I let my daughter cut my hair. So, so cute. Uh, yeah, I was like, you know what? I'm not. I'm gonna need some help with this. So she's like, I'll do it, and just let her Aww. cut my hair. And then uh, the wife helped me even it out and buzz it off. Um, but yeah, you know, doing all that just to just kind of just so when I stare in the mirror, I don't feel like a complete slob. You know, and uh, just so I can actually face myself every morning with some type of pride. Um, and then uh, <laughs> and then uh, besides, you know, besides that, you know, I, I've started to really like uh, plan out me going back to the gym and I'm going to try to start eating better and things like Aww. that. So, you know, you know, things, changes, you know, life that, you know, Ch -ch -ch changes. Um, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and I, like I had said, actually, like I said, some of the, some of the contributing factors were stress from my old, now old job. Um, again, for anybody that knows I was doing carpentry, I live on Long Island and I was going all the way out to in Red Hook in Brooklyn. Oh, oh, uh, uh yeah. Uh over four hundred dollars a month to travel, two oh, hours shit. there and two hours to get there in the morning and then two hours to get home. 
and 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 you know we're we live in New York, so anybody that's listening knows you know the MTA is shit. Uh, mm-hmm. they're, 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 they just went with a, a fair hike. So they're now the MTA is more expensive. LIRR, the Long Island Railroad is going to be priced higher very soon. So yep. it's just like, I can't, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I'm making mm-hmm. good money, but it's all going towards travel, yeah. you know? And it's just like, that stressing me out and just like a bunch of other things. And I didn't really feel like I would, I, I should be where I'm at. You know, it, within the year that I've been, I was at the carpentry thing, and I was like, you know what? I need, I need a change. I need something that's gonna put me back into a, uh, a you know, a better, just a better mindset. And right. oddly enough, I went. I'm going back to my old job today. Was actually my first day back at my old job. I was doing uh, uh-huh. construction fence work. So like, you know, job sites need temporary fence. We put up the fence panels, um, mm. and that's super labor intensive. Like that's yeah. you literally like the, the the fence panels are super heavy. Sandbags are fifty pounds a pop. You know what I'm saying? You're carrying those on mm-hmm. your shoulders, on your feet all day, working, <clears throat> doing different jobs. And I, it's funny because this morning I was like, I wonder how soft I've actually gotten in in in, in the time that I've been. Because that job's no joke. Like you said, it's you know you're you're out there working your ass off, sweating your balls off, freezing your ass off in the winter. You know you're in the weather. It's outside. You know, and like I grew to kind of like be a bit callous to all of that stuff. And I was actually you know like I I, I thought about it. I was like, not only is the change from my work situation going to have me saving money. Uh, mm-hmm. you know, with all the travel stuff, but the scheduling allows me to actually go back to the gym. And that was a big thing for me. It was like, I've been trying to get back and trying to get back. And I just, I didn't have time. My morning was eaten up with mm-hmm. travel. I was getting up at, you know, four or five in the morning and couldn't, couldn't do anything. And then by the time I got home, like just between work and travel, I was shot. I was like, mm-hmm. you know, I, I don't want to do anything. So you know, now with this change, I have time in the morning. I go to work. I come back. I'm making better money now, and, and you know, that's where I'm at. That's what my week Aww. consisted of. Oh, changes. I'm so proud of you. That's awesome. So, I'm an adult, guys. <laughs> I think I made it. I think. <laughs> Mom, are you proud? Oh. Mom, are you proud of me? <laughs> the little boy's Aww. man. Um. <laughs> But uh, but yeah, you know, so that you know, that's what's going on. Little, little personal, uh, little story, background story of mine. Um, the major yeah. things that really matter, though, are the fact that uh, this weekend I saw uh, Endgame. Oh, uh, same. Uh, oh. Yeah, and uh, oh. we're not talk. We're not talking about we're it this not. week. We're gonna save it. But I will mm-hmm. say this: I cried. Like I don't want to hear anything. That was like it. That was the, I'm going to take them off my headphones if you guys are going to talk about it. So. No, no, we're, we're not, not. We're not going to talk about it. We're not. I don't want to hear your reaction at all. Did you, see, did you see my, my before and after pictures? You don't have to look. But no. did you see that? Okay. <laughs> no, I, I did. <laughs> I stayed on so, everything. I haven't been on Instagram. I will. I been on Twitter. Yeah, stay on social media, man. Yeah, stay on social media. When, it's, John, it's when crazy. you see it, when you see it, then I will send you my reaction pictures. Okay. Yeah, get ready. Get, you know what I say? Get ready, and people told me get ready. You're never ready. But I was you, never ready. You're never ready. You know That's never why ready. I'm staying with everyone's reactions. Just, yeah. No. Just on. yeah. Okay. Um, it was it, it was hell for nerds this weekend. Yeah, it was. There was Endgame. There was the Game of Thrones, mm-hmm. uh, which apparently people like were flipping out over. Um, just 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 complete madness. 
It's complete mm-hmm. madness. Um, and then uh, another good thing, actually, I had mentioned last week because we were just like, oh, what did we do all week? And I was like, ah, I didn't really do anything. I play like an old indie game and that's really it. I have nothing else to play. This weekend, Days Gone came out mm-hmm. and, uh, and, I, and I picked that up. I scooped it up real fast. I forgot about it, actually, for like a while because, mm-hmm. you know, when they were coming out with all the trailers and everything like that, I was like, uh, I was like, this game looks insane. Like, this video mm-hmm. game looks completely nuts. The hordes of zombies and everything like that. Um, so I, and I saw it, you know, it came up and I saw it on my PlayStation. I was like, oh man, yeah, let me, let me scoop this up. So I grabbed it and I've been playing it. And, um, so <laughs> I have really mixed feelings about this game and we're going to get into that. As far as like the media is concerned, it's getting really, really mixed reviews. Mixed like, reviews, yeah. And, and we're gonna and get into and it's that. It's not so much like mixed. It's more. Yeah, all right. If we're gonna get into it, then we'll we'll get. Yeah, into no, it. We're, we're gonna get into it. But just to let the listeners know, like we're gonna get into Days Gone in a little bit. Um, this uh, week we're gonna be really uh, video game heavy on the show. Um, I actually managed to put together uh, a small list. I sent you guys some trailers, um, but some upcoming releases for the month of May. You know, April's closing out basically at this point. Um, Days Gone was really like the last release for that month. Um, and then, you know, coming into May, we got a few titles that some are pretty interesting. Some uh, others, uh, a few of us have our opinions on. Um, so we could get, definitely get into all that. And then, uh, of course, as per usual, at the end of... Uh, of uh, the show, we're gonna put together. Uh, well, I put managed to put together a small game for us to play, um, which I have actually uh, titled uh, "Armageddon: Tired of Zombies." So, uh, <laughs> so it, yeah. I read yeah. it but didn't understand it because I didn't say it out loud. And now listen, you say that's, it out loud is the best thing that's, ever. That's that's the whole joke. Armageddon: oh. Tired of Zombies. Is oh the name God. of the game that we're gonna play I was at the like, end this of the isn't show? Proper English, Derek. What the f? Like <laughs> this, <laughs> and now I understand. This is how my. This is how tired. <laughs> Oh my god. Yeah, so we're gonna play that game, and with that being the title I chose to go with for the game, you can kind of already tell how I'm feeling with Days Gone. So let's just get into that right now real quick. So, yeah, like you said, John, like, you you mentioned it to me as well, and you yourself being in the uh, media portion of video games and stuff like that, and like the press uh, portion of all that stuff, you, you definitely know. But from my experience, I picked this game up. Now, we got a trailer for this a while ago. You know, there's been a couple releases as far as press goes for this game. We're looking at this post post-apocalyptic world. Um essentially the the game itself is an action adventure survival horror video game. Um it's developed by SIE Bend uh, a studio and it's published by Sony Interactive. Um now the, the the what we've seen in the trailers and in anything that we you know was was available for us to take a look at this um it's it's always seemed to be the big the, the big allure of this is not just the fact that it's another post apocalyptic video game or not just another zombie game but it's the sure it, it's the sheer level in which the zombie apocalypse is happening 
It's you know, everything that we've seen or that I've seen even uh, has been these massive hordes, like hundreds to thousands of zombies running after your main character it, through the wilderness. Absolute mayhem. And that essentially right. was the big uh, hook for a lot of people. Like, they're like, oh, my God, this is like what is going like, how do you even survive this? Mm-hmm. And so, you know, that was the big allure for me. I pick up the game. I've been playing it. Yeah. Um, so before before uh, uh, you go any further, I'm just going right. to give you some of the things that came out the day before as reviews. Some of the lines that we were reading already. Okay. Uh, we were we were in our, you know, in our chat or whatever, and people and, and Vanessa came in and was like, yo, Days Gone is getting shit on so bad already. Like, the game hasn't even come out yet. I was like, what's wow. going on? He said, somebody said a shallow copy of many better open world action games. Oh. Uh, another person said days gone just isn't anywhere near the quality of the majority of PS4 first party releases. Mm-hmm. Um, there was another guy who said it's just um, your run of the mill zombie game, even though they promised more, you know, like mm-hmm. it was just right. like. Like one after the other, that was yeah. just you know, uh, I f- I kind of felt bad for the game, but I don't know. Well, I'll put it this way: it's not Anthem, okay? So let's you know, it's not <laughs> it's not nearly as a tr- close to a train wreck of a release right. like Anthem. And this is coming from someone who has played Anthem, enjoyed actually playing Anthem. You know what I'm saying? I'm one trophy yeah. away from platinuming the game, but I I wow. can admit that what was promised and what was given and a bunch of other things that followed up after the release was a complete, you know, crash and burn situation from the gate. Mm-hmm. Um, days gone. See now here, this, this is my thing. The reason why I'm so mixed on this game is a few things. Um, let's start with the good. Let's, let's try to give this game some, 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 some positivity here. For anybody that's played Horizon Zero Dawn, um, good game, very good, amazing game, amazing game, amazing uh, map setup, amazing combat setup, amazing everything. Everything about this game was a plus in my book. Days Gone has a very similar feel to me. Now, again, this is just my opinion. I know somebody out there is going to be like, "How dare you compare the two? Uh, listen, this is just my opinion on, on it. When I started playing it, the media thought was, this feels like Horizon to me. What, was it like the third person thing? Is it's that it's what the third it's the third person thing. It's the way in, that you can switch your weapons through the combat wheel. Um, it's mm-hmm. the, a lot of the you know, button mechanics. It's the map layout. It's the way that you can find areas and collectibles and things like that. Very, very familiar when i started playing this so i got excited because i was like Mm -hmm. this is cool because now i'm starting to get this horizon-esque uh um mechanics from this game but it's about zombies and you know i'm thinking that i'm gonna run into some crazy mobs and stuff like that it really is a lot tamer than what they initially showed and or promised us that's and, and 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 that's the thing. Like in in one way, listen, I'm not going to say the game is necessarily easy, but you know, in certain situations, it is quite difficult to get out of certain things. 
but overall it falls very flat and you know and i'm trying to play through the story a little i just i'm just making my way through the first bits of story and as of right now nothing really like if i if i'm going to stay with this comparison horizon and and days gone horizon story kicked off strong and stayed strong throughout the whole majority of the, throughout the game uh days gone story barely you barely have any context in the beginning you barely have anything going on to start um you have a lot of questions which as i play through i'm hoping i get answers to but it isn't like but it's not like burning questions like horizon had like horizon was like oh my god what's that what are these machines uh what does this mean like how do they even become tribes and things like that but a lot right. of like a lot of that mysteriousness that Horizon had that you unfurled as you played, I feel you're not gonna get the same thing from Days Gone. And that's where I start to get my mixed feelings for this game from is like, yeah, sure, I like the map, I like the fact that I can go you know, explore, I can shoot a couple zombies in the head. If I really want to get crazy, I'll find a horde and you know, do stuff like that. But it's nothing it's nothing uh, for me this game really is nothing more than like another a trophy hunt honestly because right. it's it's relatively easy to get a lot of the stuff the trophies that are there and i know a lot of people out there could be trophy hunters or you know achieve, achievement like people they uh they, they're pretty easy to for me so far to get so as i'm playing this yes do i get a sense of like i'm getting something out of this game sure because trophies are popping here and there and i'm i'm, I'm just playing through but in the long run, am I going to be left yeah, with this? Ba- you can't base a game off of like. I, yeah, I know exactly. Oh, I know. I know, I know what you're saying. Like, yeah. Achievement hunting, you know, like that's not right. like that's not how a game progresses. Like, I want right. to know that there's a reason I'm getting through this story and playing it. Like, right. So, right. Con- conversely, I've been playing World War Z. Right. Oh, good uh, game. And that game is phenomenal. The game is amazing. I've been having so much fun with it. It is the best version of left for dead you've ever played mm-hmm. um it's like but the hordes like days gone are enormous right. and it takes all four of your players to knock down these hordes and mm-hmm. like they they made a whole new engine for this game they call the swarm engine insane. yeah they called it the swarm engine and it's basically a, an engine that can produce uh, the model zombies and have them crawl over each other and just like in the movie, uh, you know, just to, uh, you know, attack your player and just waves and waves of them without the game messing up or overheating or whatever. Like, right. It's, it's a it's a numbers generator. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. It, the way they did it was so well done. There's four chapters. It's 40 bucks. Each chapter has like four storylines. You, you, you start off in New York, you go to Jerusalem, you go to Tokyo and Russia. And it's like <clears throat> and each each of the characters are fun and memorable, but like at the same time, like even if you're not paying attention to the story, the survival is so much fun. And mm-hmm. they have like the special infected, you know, like like Left for Dead does, and they're not pulling any punches. They know they're just like Left for Dead, but better. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, they created an entirely new aspect of the game or aspect for just that game alone to create just instant chaos and you know this those swarm the swarm engine doesn't it also to work and it's not always the same it's random yes yeah so Mm -hmm. even even the zombie models themselves are 
somewhat, you know, different, you know, like, mm -hmm. uh, and, um, yeah, exactly. So when you're playing, it doesn't even, uh, the, 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 the power ups and stuff that you'll find to kind of help you out. Cause they have like auto turrets, they have electric fences, uh, they have all kinds of stuff that you can use to kind of get yourself the advantage. Uh, as long as you're all sticking together. The minute somebody mm -hmm. walks off by themselves to go get ammo or something, you always have to go on a team because that's it. You could be done in two seconds, you know, like, mm -hmm. and it's just, uh, it's a lot, it's been a lot of fun. And uh, me and my boys have been playing. We're just like, we're just laughing like the whole mm -hmm. time. Like, this is incredible. But then there's like those like insane, like, remember the, the, the later stages of something like um, Call of Duty Zombies? Mm -hmm. You know how mm -hmm. like you'd get into those later things and like it would just be, it feel like it was overwhelming. You know, it, yeah. it feels like that, like that horde, that real horde mode. I, I love it. I've just been having a blast with it. Mm. Yeah. See, that's that's what it essentially was being sold to anyone interested in Days Gone. And yes, there's a horde. Like, yes, there are hordes of zombies in this game. Um, is it difficult to escape from them? Yeah, because your your resources are limited and things like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, it isn't easy. But is it to the scale in which we saw advertised? No. And my whole thing, too, with this is like, uh, like I was saying earlier, as as much as I want to go ahead and say, like, yeah, I can enjoy this game for the small bits that it does give me in the long run. At the end of the day, is this game going to leave me fulfilled? Is it going to leave me satisfied with the time that I spent playing it? And am I going to walk away thinking, man, that was like incredible? And mm. the answer is no. Like, I know at the end of this game, like, I'm going to sit there and be like, okay, next. The same the same mm. way that I played Anthem. The same exact way that I played Anthem. I said, all right, trophy hunt. Let's go. Let's just get this over with. I enjoyed, you know, going around, traveling around, shooting, you know, looting, whatever. But at the end of it, am I like, was I blown away by it? No. Was I 100% disappointed in it? Not necessarily. But, mm -hmm. you know, but again, I sit in the, major in the minority when, when that happens. I can see how a lot of people are definitely frustrated and can give this game, you know, terrible reviews because it really isn't what we had anticipated from it. I think people were looking for, like, the Last of Us kind of story. This. Right, and yeah. Well. You know even I mean? even still, even let's say we were given uh, something similar to that, like I still probably wouldn't have been super stoked on it because we've kind of seen it before. I was I was kind of hoping that we would see some type of different story, but as of now, at the at the at the point that I am in this game, I don't see it really going anywhere. I don't really see it being worth it. Um, I d I doubt it's even going to be memorable. Like, yeah, I'll have a couple moments where, like, yeah, I played that game. There was a couple spots where, like, shit went down, but, you know, nothing where I'm going to be like, dude, like, you have to play this. You know, like, right. it, it wouldn't be the same enthusiasm like when I played Horizon. And that's essentially yeah. it. Like, this game, as, as much as I uh, can sit here and be like, yeah, I personally can enjoy these small bits and pieces of it as a whole, I think really that it is a disappointment. And it, I think it sucks. PlayStation, PlayStation has had a good run of single players. It's okay to have a fluke once in a while. You know what I mean? Like, this is their fluke. I mean, you think about Horizon Zero Dawn, God of War, Spider-Man, all these games, Last of Us. Right. All these games came out that were, like, instant amazing classic hits already. Mm -hmm. And then it's just like, all right, Days Gone's like, you know, like this, the redheaded stepchild that they just pushed to the side. <laughs> you know, it's like, mm -hmm. it's, you know, it's no big deal. You know, like, so what? They, they made a stinker. 
Maybe well, that sucks like because sucks. like I was so excited to to try this game out because it just looked one, it just looked so pretty and so cool looking, so freaking cool. Yeah, and like, I'm with you. and I'm not really one for zombie games. I mean, I screamed the entire time playing Outlast. Like, I'm not one that. Like, <laughs> don't that game is wrong. scary as shit, though. It is chains, yeah. my dude. You need to fucking relax, please and thank. Um, but I literally like because when I was doing the episode um, for uh, the month of April for um, you know video games, I was just sitting there and I was just like, "This looks freaking sick! I'm so excited for this! Like, I totally might be interested." And I now hearing all these things, and I did read stuff, you know, on the internet as well the past like you know few days, and it's just really upsetting. Like, I was so excited. I need to not get my hopes up for anything anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that oh. was it, it was it was it was a letdown, honestly. Like, and it sucks because, you know, this isn't the first time in general where like a video game is hyped up to something and then it falls flat. And then you yeah. have other titles that have zero hype and then you just mm-hmm. happen to play and you're like that was incredible. Like yeah, I feel like life always- life changing, you know. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Like this, this is really where like I <laughs> the inspiration for the game we'll play later came from because it's like here we are with another zombie themed video game or zombie themed something, and it really doesn't it doesn't you know it doesn't you know home it's not a home run for me. It's it just I don't, I don't know what it is. And it, now we're gonna get into some of the titles that are going to be coming out in May and like where the idea of zombies for me, I guess at this point have kind of like a law it's lost. It's allure. there. There's a particular title in next month's list that I'm actually very interested in. And it still has the idea of, you know, like um, I don't want to say apocalyptic, but like mass plague, mass illness, that's affecting, you know, the world in which that you're playing in. And that game, it's a, it's called a, a Plague Tale, Innocence. And that's actually one of the first titles coming out in May. It's coming out May 14th, I believe. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. and then uh, A Plague Tale, you know, it's basically like... Uh, it, what it is, it's, it, it takes place during the, the Black Plague itself. So we're looking at, like, medieval times here. Like, 13th century kind of stuff. Um, and this is basically when the world was like overrun with death and pestilence and uh, the game itself apparently is more so like a like a stealth focused game um, and you know you're, you're centered mainly on like avoiding the swarms of rats that are in this game and from the what I've seen in the trailer again this is this is where I'm like I'm excited, but because of Days Gone, I'm weary of. Because in the trailer, mm. we see swarms of rats. Like, and and from mm. the trailer, it looks like light is the only thing that protects you. And as soon as the light goes out in your little lamp, done. The rats consume you. So for me, it's like, am I going to? I'm excited to see this. I want to play this. I want to see how this all comes together. I want to know more of the story because this is, um, you know, uh, it, it is a story that it's. It looks very interesting. You 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 play as two children, I believe, in this game. They're trying to survive. Um, well, yeah, one's like an older teenager type, right? Of right. Kid, and then one's like a, a smaller child. 
Mm-hmm. Right. But this is like, this is, is like kind of like a more of a gruesome spin on like your stealth games. And that's, that's, that's the interest here. But again, at the same time, I'm very weary. Are we going to be promised these swarms of rats? Are you going to really see that type of immense, uh, you know, of, of NPCs and, and, and your character be swallowed whole by these, these big gangs of rats and stuff like that. That's the shit I want to see. You know, someone who played it already, uh, I got to play it at E3. Oh, nice. Uh, you do see that. Um, do you? There are there are moments uh, when so, like you said, it, it is it's a big stealth game. Um, it's mostly it's mostly puzzles of trying to get around um, because either like you'll have a torch or you could set like bales of hay on fire. Mm, um, okay. Uh, things like that, or if you see guards walking around and you have to get past them, you can put out their fires with like uh, you know things of water or something like that Interesting. and you just watch and you just watch these rats just fucking climb up everything on them and just chew them down to bones it's like that's oh amazing it's, it's wild like you'll you'll walk into an area where it's like it looks like the ground is like moving it's super creepy uh, that is yeah. dope see that's okay. what that. i want to see man that's what i see in a trailer is what i hope and anticipate to receive when i get a copy of the game and if you've played already and we're seeing that gameplay that is rare is, is from the trailer that is that's dope see that yeah. gets but me excited here, here's my yeah. thing is that obviously when you get to E3, it's just a demo. It's just a very short, you know, 10 minute demo or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I don't know what the rest of the game is like. So, so my thing is, is that, you know, how does a story continue? Is it just going to be puzzles and rats? You know, like, mm-hmm. is it going, is there going to be any kind of combat? I, I really have no idea. I have no idea what's coming. Um, mm-hmm. And that's the thing I'm kind of excited about. Like, I know the general mechanics. Um, if it's if it's just going to be puzzles, that's okay as long as they're interesting and hard to figure out, and I can mm-hmm. I can really right. let my brain loose, you know. And it's still creepy yeah. and like you know uh, if it's if it's forty hours of shit. So there's got to be you know if it's a mm-hmm. ten hour game, you know you can make a really great story and have really great puzzles and stuff like that, like like a Last of Us, you know, uh-huh. like or right. uh, you know otherwise it, it'll fall flat in its face. And I, I hope that it doesn't. I hope that there's something. Um, that, that kind of comes comes from that, so we'll see. Mm. We'll see what happens. Oh, from the ten minute demo I played, I really liked it, and the game is gorgeous, even though it's dark. You know, mm. right? Yeah, I I just seeing the trailer alone, I was like, anything that has to do with any sort of history, anything that's kind of laden in history that we've learned about from you know. I don't know, middle school, like everybody knows the Black Plague, like everybody knows everything that happens back back then and, you know, the, the living conditions and how, you know, they dealt with everything and just the devastation. Um, anything that has anything to do with any sort of history, I am all about it, especially if it's dark history, yeah. because like, you know, it's going to pique my interest because you don't, I feel like we don't see anything like that, you know you know all the time like we see the you know the zombie games we see the shooters we see like you know all of the usual you know but things like this like i'm just so so intrigued and honestly i'm gonna give this a go like as soon as it comes out whenever you know i'm able to because it just i don't know i don't know it just piqued my interest so hard yeah i i'm right there with you i'm a i'm a history buff any game that's developed in some it's the it's the reason why like I play the Assassin's Creed game. 
yes. as much as they're like still fiction they're enveloped in history and mm-hmm. i really enjoy that kind of stuff so like i'll always play uh an assassin's creed game mm-hmm. even if it sucks you know just this just to, to give it you know a good you know couple of hours just to be enveloped in that world you know yeah, I, still, totally. I still love that um so yeah this is gonna be it's gonna be fun if nothing like it's gonna be have like uh, some really good puzzles to figure out um again like i said we'll see we'll see what happens when it comes out i don't know what the rest of the game might be but mm-hmm. if, if the if the e3 demo is any indication um it has some mm-hmm. nice awesome yeah i'm definitely stoked on that release man that's that's something again like it's uh it's a it's a twist on something that we we know. Uh, it's uh, I, I'm always down for anything that's a puzzle game that makes you think a little bit. And if there is more to this title than like the, the demo you played, and there are more, uh, you know, diff- like exploring or, or or you know just different settings that you you play through uh, besides you know puzzle solving, um, then this yeah this could definitely be a huge uh, huge release. So I'm very excited on that one. Um, Moving forward from that title, uh, Katie, it's actually funny. You had mentioned um, Shooters. Uh, Rage 2 is coming out Mm. on May 14th, and that's uh, basically across the board, PC, PS4, Xbox One. Also, just so the listeners know, uh, Plague Tale is also for PC, PS4, and Xbox One. Um, But yeah, Rage 2 is coming out, and... uh, (laughs) <laughs> it's it's really funny because so Rage 2 is an open world shooter that's basically filled with like tons of like weapons to wield um basically in the trailer they say if you see it you can drive it you can shoot it um it's very much it's set very much so in like a Mad Max style apocalypse world or post apocalyptic world um and they're just like so from the trailer this game has like almost everything it, 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 the only thing that this game seems to be missing is a battle royale mode honestly like there's like yeah it, it is like so jam-packed with like everything and like not just that you don't only have weaponry and like can drive everything you have skills that you can like customize and like all these other things uh you can go like treasure hunting in this game it's like is is it too much like is there is are they trying to put too much into this game because as the trailer went on i went that's crazy that's cool that's crazy that's cool oh my god it's so much stop it please stop oh my god my eyes oh my god oh my god (laughs) it's It's very much like uh uh like tomb raider meets uh borderlands meets mad max meets uh far cry meets the color pink it's there's there is <laughs> meets a trash Chaotic bag f- meets a trash bag full of cocaine like yes. yeah exactly yeah the colors duke the colors pizza raccoon that found the pizza was the jeez uh, uh, yeah oh it, dude, the game, the game is insane that was another one I got to play at E3 um, how was it I have to ask it, it is so smooth like as as rough around the edges as that game is. The gameplay is so incredibly smooth. Like, I don't remember the last time. Like, Far Cry Five is what it reminded me of. Like that 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 movement. Um, the game is very well made, and it's a far leap from Rage One. And I don't even know if anyone really 
played that. I did, that, but <laughs> what's funny is that in the trailer they make fun of the fact that if you didn't play Rage One, it doesn't matter because an yeah. asteroid hit the Earth and everything is destroyed. So it's like, <laughs> so it's like, I thought that Clean was point. hilarious. Like, yeah. <laughs> it was, it was a, it was a great jump from like we f-ed up the first game, so here's something else. You know right? What I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. We did really bad. Wow. Nobody played our first game, so we completely destroyed it with an asteroid, and now we're giving you yeah. Rage Two. <laughs> right. Uh a very, very smooth gameplay, a lot of fun. The the violence in it is fantastic. It's just uh it's it's a post apocalyptic world that seems to actually mean something. You know, like it is very much that Mad Max feel. Yeah. It's uh it's complete mayhem. I mean would I personally invest in this game? I'm gonna be honest and say no. For the only reason that I feel like there is too much happening. As to where a title like Days Gone, there's not a too, there isn't enough happening. This game to me <laughs> has too just much, too, too like <laughs> yeah, like I would like I would develop uh just uh it's not, I don't I don't know why I want to say narcolepsy, but it's not narcolepsy. It's um the thing with the strobe lights that you know you could bug epilepsy? out epilepsy epilepsy not narcolepsy the opposite of narcolepsy epilepsy that's oh I, that's what i like even watching the trailer like i was like my eyes hurt like <laughs> so so much going on i don't even know yeah. like that is like every add kids like dream game like not to uh not to throw my own son under the bus, but he would thoroughly oh. enjoy that game because <laughs> there is so much going on that that he would just like bug out and just be like, "Oh my god, there's so much to do." I'm like, "I can't. I, I'm yeah, too old matter. for this." Like, you can just jump from one thing to the next, and it doesn't just doesn't seem to matter. Like it's just yeah. there's so much going on. Yeah. My brain doesn't work that way. I need yeah. structure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I might I might pick it up. I don't I don't know yet. I, I'm still gonna see. Um, because again, like I played the first one, and uh, but I I got to play a little bit of this one, and it's fantastic. But it's still one of those games that it's going to be like, eh, there's a dry season. It's on sale. I'm going to pick this up and play the shit out of it. <laughs> mm-hmm. There you go for a, a rainy Sunday morning. Um, yeah, yeah. Right? I, I mean, listen, hey, uh, not not to knock anybody that likes this style of, of game, because again, you know, you do you name like five other games are very similar to it um or that or like a mix of this uh into this rather um hey listen it, whatever whatever floats your boat go for it um i just i just i can't it's just too much for me i'm too old for that kind of nonsense anymore so <laughs> old man has spoken yeah <laughs> the wise um, the wise old man of the village has spoken yeah the well listen yeah yeah well, this this old man can fully back the next title uh, because a it's simple, b it's old, and c I am simple and old. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Bubsy 
is coming <laughs> out with a brand new video game because for some reason Bubsy is a thing still and just has decided never to die. Um, <laughs> uh, Bubsy, that skinny cow on the land that they're trying to still milk out of. Yeah, <laughs> the Bubsy, nostalgia. Yeah, the nostalgia definitely. Bubsy paws on fire. Still remember Bubsy. <laughs> yeah. Well, me and John remember Bubsy. Katie, on the other hand. Has yeah. no idea who Bubsy is. <laughs> I have no no clue whatsoever. I am a fetus, and it's just kind of like he was. I have, he was this platforming bobcat animated uh, character that mm-hmm. some company came out with. I don't even remember who it was, but it was back in the second days. Um, okay. It was just like you know, whatever. Okay, Bubsy. Yeah, sure. You know, some some it, bobcat thing. Whatever. Some yeah, we didn't, we didn't ask a lot from our characters back then. We just we didn't. No, care we just much. accepted. That's it. No yeah. backstory. We, no, we, we didn't. No need that. dynamics. We had no. a character named Boogerman back then. <laughs> yeah, we didn't really we didn't really <laughs> care too much yeah. about our character development. No, uh, not at all. We just said, "Oh, that looks cool." Okay. Oh, um, here's a running, but, jumping animal. Give it to me because that's what we apparently want. That's, so, yeah. that's what we need. And then they worry about when everybody turned into a furry. So, I mean. Oh, my God. <laughs> the yep. video game industry issue. Listen, don't, don't blame me for liking butt plug tails, okay? That's not furry. <laughs> well, I don't know. I mean, I'm assuming it's part of the costume. I don't know. It's not. Um, you bl- listen, blame that's, Bubsy. That's something else. Okay. Oh, I don't That's know. Sorry. Bunchy. I don't mean to kink shame anyone. I don't know. I don't know. Don't I mean, anybody's yum. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, That's man. That's the term. This, <laughs> the yeah. more you know. The more you know. <laughs> anyway, Bubsy Paws on Fire comes out May 16th uh, for PS4 <laughs> and PC. Uh, Bubsy, yeah, just an old school character they're trying to milk. It's just a 2D action platformer, but... Um, listen, sometimes simple works. Uh, and apparently it's also supposed to come out for yeah. the Switch. Um, All but, right, that makes sense. You know, listen, sometimes we don't need uh, dramatic hey, listen, stories. Asked for and... Mega Man 11, and it was, it's fantastic. So, I mean, <laughs> that, yeah, that right. is true. Okay. Yeah, that is, yeah, you know? absolutely true. So, um, sometimes there's beauty and simplicity. And, you know, if you're looking for something to kill some time and just, you know, play an old school style game. 2D action platformer, Bubsy Paws on Fire is coming out, so I feel like uh <laughs> I feel like that's the uh the dollar store crash bandicoot. So, you know, if you're game <laughs> if you're gaming on a budget, morally, um then, <laughs> then then go ahead and invest in Bubsy. Um moving forward from uh whatever Bubsy is, um <laughs> May twenty first we uh-huh. have the title Observation coming out for PC and PS4. Now this, this game looks awesome. It looks Mm. super intriguing, mysterious, and I love it because not only is this like sci-fi thriller, but it reminds me so much of Event Horizon. I was just going to say, I know you're going to say Event Horizon. Uh, Dude, and that is like one of my favorite movies. Ever. I love that great movie. movie. And this game, what'd you say? I said it's a great movie. Oh, you better say it's a great movie. Um, <laughs> this game it's a, little, looks, it's a little weird at the end, but you know, whatever. Yeah, you know, whatever. The 90s. Um, yeah. 
<laughs> the but, 90s. Just, <laughs> right, exactly. Not rationalization in the 90s. Yeah, the it's 90s, you know. <laughs> Katie, you don't know any about that, so. Um. I was like five, maybe. Yes, four or five. It's fine. I, I, I uh, had a Barbie cake with an edible picture on it, so I guess it's fine. I wear weird clothes. oh man you haven't worn weird clothes until you rocked moon shoes um i had moon moon i had a what were they called the moon shoes the ones that you jumped up and down with i had those trampoline shoes yeah Yeah, trampoline feet (laughs) those were fun i ate the ground so hard so many times yeah because i am not graceful The point of of those things was not to jump up and down. It was to jump once and face plant and never wear them again. (laughs) That was it. Yeah. A cautionary tale. Yeah. (laughs) It was like the skipper. It was really like, you know, trip over and fall on your face and fucking throw it out the window. Yeah, pretty much. Um, But observation, not going to be something I throw out the window if it pans out to be as good as the trailer makes it look out to be because it is basically like I said it's a sci-fi thriller um, and basically your task is to uh, uncover the fates of the crew that are in that space station and Mm. you take control basically of the space station systems the cameras uh, different tools um, to help you know uncover the mystery and you and you you're actually in this game you know you play as the ship and you're you're helping out the uh, the the main character or or I guess secondary main character uh, dr. Emma Fisher and she's basically like the last survivor of, of the crew and trying to figure everything out I, I can't this is this is event horizon this is a playable event horizon for me and I'm so excited and I like I I can't the the trailer for this was so vague that I sat down and I was like I need to I need to know what happens to the crew like I need to sit down and figure this out the only thing that this game for me has going for it is that it's made by Devolver and they're totally fucked up in the head over there yeah uh, yeah and and so like I know it's going to have this great creep factor and it's going to have a good sci-fi factor. I can't wait. I can't wait. But for the rest of me, it's just kind of like, it's a walking simulator. It's a horror walking (laughs) simulator. You know what I mean? Like, that's like where I'm at with it. Like, I hope it's good. Uh, I like Devolver a lot. They're totally like, they make the greatest like little indie games. So Mm -hmm. I, I hope, I hope it's good. I think that this title in particular isn't going to be one of those games that you get for the gameplay itself, it's strictly for the story. I feel like it's a more yeah. of a it's gonna be more of a interactive cinematic experience. And I'm okay oh, yeah, yeah. with that. I am okay with that. Mm-hmm. Because that's what I see in the trailer. Do you know what I'm saying? This is right. what I'm expecting. Right. And I, I want to please put me in that world. Put me in that dark, creepy, mysterious world in space. I need to live it, be it, experience it. If this game was VR, I would actually invest in a VR system. Like, head, like yeah, that's how much I, I am enthralled with this title. And I, I hope it, I hope it, it, it lives up to expectations for me personally. But it does look very, very good. Observation is, uh, it could quite possibly be one of my favorite titles uh, this early in the year. If it turns out to be okay. as good as I think it is, yeah. So we'll Love see. Tell us. 
I will. I will absolutely let you guys know because I'm definitely going to try yeah, to pick this up. So, I, I'm, I'm excited to see what Devolver does. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Katie, what, what is your thought on this? You haven't said much about the title. What, what do you think? Because I don't honestly know much about it. You know, it's just I'm waiting to see what, you know, I don't want to. So my issue is always I never want to to read any reviews if I can help it because I know that'll shape how I feel and how I think about the game before I even get a chance to play it. Right, and that will right. certainly affect the ways in which I decide on purchasing the game. You know what I mean? Um, so a lot of the times I just really genuinely like to be as go in kind of blind and not know much of anything as possible. So with titles that I'm like, like peaked interest in, I'm just kind of like, I'm, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna wait. And then when the time comes for me to be able to, to take it and to buy it and to have it and play it, that will be when I form my opinion. Because a lot of the times, if I form my opinion before playing a game, then it mm. kind of ruins it for me, and then I'm not as yeah. excited about it. Right. But if, yeah. even if you if, if you look at it and you go, oh, all right. So if you look at it and go, I don't know if that's really my thing, and then you end up playing it and you go, oh, my God, that like that breached your expectation. Yeah, right. so, like, that's true. That's a double-edged sword there. It's very I think, true. And as someone like who does reviews, you know that you're influencing people to buy or not buy. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's, yeah, I, I hate to use the Spider-Man thing, but it is <laughs> it is a great responsibility, you know, because it's like, <laughs> I, no, no, no it, I know, I, I know, it sounds hokey, but it's like it's true. Yeah, it's yeah, like, it's true. You know, you're, but you're always, you know, I feel like when people read reviews, like take into consideration what, what someone went through in their experience. But at the same time, like even if it's, if it gets a bad review and this is what I have to say about like new games and stuff, like even games that get bad reviews, if you were, if you were interested to begin with, mm-hmm. go out and experience it. Even if your favorite streamer or whatever says it's horseshit and the game sucks mm-hmm. right. because, because you need to experience that for yourself. Like I can review until I'm blue in the face, but when it comes down to it, my experience could be different than yours. You know what I mean? Like, and so like, yes, I write this for a living, but that doesn't mean I, I I don't think you should play the game. I, this is my review. This is my score. Um, you might have a different, you might have a different view and that's okay. And that's what makes the gaming industry, you Mm -hmm. know, don't ever let anyone tell you like this game sucks. Don't play it. Like if you had interest in it, you know, if you have some extra cash, go for it. You know, like, you might end up liking it. You know, you never know. Yeah. yeah, I get so discouraged sometimes because I always just, I have people in my life that are generally not the, I mean, they're very, very, you know, um, transparent. They're just very like, yeah, in my opinion, this fucking sucks. And a lot of the times I'm like, oh, I, you know, why? What made it? And then it just like completely shit on it. And I'm just like, okay, well, that just made me less excited now. Like not right. generally because maybe I think that it's going to be, but just the negative energy surrounding it. And then it just kind of like distances makes help, helps me to distance myself from the game. And then it's yeah. just down the road right. and I don't get to play it. Yeah. So it's just like, I, it's all on me. Like I need to take the consideration into being like, wow, this game looks super interesting. I should play it. And if somebody comes to me and says something along those lines, then I just need to be like, well, that's your opinion, and I'm going to just figure right. out what mine is. Like, imagine, imagine someone before you got to play like Smite had said the game is boring and I hate it, mm-hmm. and then you never played it. But like, you love that game. You know I what I mean? Like, like even like. You know, I've I've had people be like, "Oh, it's it's I don't know, it's not for me. It's a boring game, whatever." Mm-hmm. But then, like, you made me play it, and I was like, "This game is awesome!" Like, <laughs> you so got me into fun. this game just because, like, even though I went in 
with this like preconceived notion, you know? So like, even if someone tells you a game is bad, just go and play it. Like if, unless you don't have the money to do it, you know, like don't always put yourself before a game, you know what I mean? Like but if you have like you, you were, you were going to invest already, Mm -hmm. then just go for it. You know, the worst comes to worst. You, you spent 60 bucks, but yeah, like, yeah. You were going right. to spend it anyway. That's true. That's very true. That's very, you know, a very positive outlook. The way yeah. it's, it's and then, knowing this saying. is a Devolver game, it's probably only be like thirty dollars. So give it a shot. <laughs> all right, all right. Yeah, no, definitely, a, definitely a positive outlook on uh, video games in general, especially new games. Um, and I'm glad that you said all that, John, because it really it sends a, a great message. Oh. And um, mm. yeah, I, 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 I now with that in in mind, um, May twenty first. I want to see how much those words hold up because Team Sonic Racing is coming out for the PS4, oh, PS4 uh, Xbox One, and Switch, baby. How do you feel about this so one, John? Game. <laughs> nah, <that game. laughs> Don't ever buy a Sonic game. <laughs> well, I, that motherfucker die. I invested Ooh. money into the Muffets Racing game, so honestly... I, I would definitely say that I might give it a try. It's so much cooler than f***ing Sonic. Oh my yeah, god. Yeah, but it's a racing game. Like, And also Crash Team Racing is going to be coming up eventually too. And guess who's spending money on that? I like those games. They're fun. Oh, oh man, my, how quickly John turned. I actually do like Sonic the Hedgehog. How quickly he turned. I know, right? Here's my, here's my, no. This is why yes, this game good. is bullshit. Embrace okay, your hatred. Because... <laughs> <laughs> You'll become stronger than any critic alive. <laughs> now, here's why Sonic racing is bullshit. Okay, and that, it's not because of Sonic. A comprehensive Sonic list by some beauty to love. Yeah, right. Uh, the Sonic racing itself is bullshit because he's the fucking fastest thing alive. Why is he driving a car? It's like giving Spider-Man a car. <sighs> John, it's fiction. <laughs> but the only way I would accept this as a racing game is if Sonic running gives him the power to move the car, like the Flintstones. Other than that, I don't want... Just make it a racing game where they run with the Olympics. Well, you know what I mean? Hold on, hold on. But see, you're thinking about this as a conventional racing game where Sonic uh, Sonic racing is not it's not it's not your conventional racing, my friend. It's a new kart racer with a handicap. No, it's got a twist. It's not about being number one this time. It's not about going to who's number one. You're actually racing on a team. It's not about going fast. No, you. <laughs> no, you're racing on a team now. So even if you get first place, the rest of your team needs to get to get to place high in I, order for you to win. I don't care what the mechanics are. Sonic doesn't need a car. Every single person on that team can run decently fast. Tails in the game can 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 basically keep up with Sonic for the most part, and so can Knuckles. So I don't I don't want to get out of here with any fucking cars in the jungle where they live. Listen, like, where do you John, have cars? You have John, tons hey. of customization options. You have beautiful tracks to race through. You know, so does Rocket League. What, what, why does John. Sonic need a car to race? Just don't think about it, man. Just <laughs> let it happen. <laughs> it's a blue hedgehog who runs fast. 
guess. So why, is, why is there logic? Where is the logic? When did the logic start and where does it end? Because I can't see it even like before it's, the racing. Okay, game. the logic starts with he's really fast. It ends with he's really fast. He doesn't need a car. <laughs> <laughs> All That's the, the only reason I gave his horseshit. Out Fair. the window. Out the window. Uh, but look, if you're into Sonic and you like cars, go buy the game. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, I don't care. Whatever. <laughs> oh. oh, man, that was so good. I, I just let you keep talking on that whole on that whole thing. I just I was Fantastic. staring at my notes, just glaring <laughs> at the title. <laughs> glaring at the title Team Sonic Racing. Like the more you the more you talked, the more intensely I stared at the title. <laughs> <laughs> just the, the slow zoom in. <laughs> That's what oh. that, somebody needs to make that gift of me just yelling and screaming about dun, it where they dun, just dun, like dun. it just keeps slowly going into dun, the title like, dun, dun. <laughs> or like the Marvel music in the background <laughs> or yeah yeah the, the Ride to the Mountain King or whatever it is <laughs> oh my god score Holy from shit. Avengers Endgame and then you're good to go oh god <laughs> <laughs> Jesus that was too good I I couldn't have planned that better oh my god alright there's uh, always gotta be one thing that triggers John yeah well yeah well listen last week last week Derek f***ing flipped his shit about child's play so I mean, Sam literally well... Sam literally before we I got on the computer he was like yo I was laughing so hard at Derek just shitting on John's play. <laughs> I stand by it. I stand by my words. I'm not going to flip I stand flop. by Sonic. He doesn't need a car. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to give him a handicap, put him in like the Forrest Gump racers and let him race against Tails. Like oh, no. Run. Run, Sonic. Run. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta go fast. Run, Sonic. Run. Lieutenant Dan, I got new legs. <laughs> oh my god. Um. Anyway, just standing there, I know everything about shrimp. <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs> oh man. Wow. Like a box Sonic of Gump. Cold ring. Sonic Gump. Hedgehog. <laughs> Someone meme that, please. Jeez. <laughs> it's just gonna be the GIF of. Forrest Gump waving from the boat, and then just Sonic just doing the little <laughs> like point, the little point gesture he does. Wait, what? What's the what's the name of the what's the name of the the pink hedgehog with the hammer? Oh, oh uh, Sonic. Oh, Amy. <laughs> Amy, Amy Rose. That's her name. There you go. I just there like ha, Amy. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Sonic Gump. Hi, Amy. Does <laughs> he like me? <laughs> <laughs> All right, I gotta let this go. Oh, man. Jesus. Gump. Anyway, moving forward uh, from the new cinematic release, Sonic Gump, um, <laughs> we have uh, coming out on May 24th. Oh, Sonic <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Uh, May 24th, we have a new title out for PC and PS4 called Dollhouse. Uh, now this one uh, again, another. This I, I don't. I'm just like I like being 
in in the dark when it comes to stories, like and uh, un unveiling things through gameplay and things like that. Dollhouse looks pretty interesting because mm -hmm. this is pretty much good old fashioned horror video game. And Dollhouse basically it puts you in the first person shoes of the main character Marie. Uh, who's a detective trying to unravel the secrets of her shattered memory. Um, but there are a couple of catches with this. Uh, first, Marie isn't alone. Uh, apparently someone is pursuing her. And secondly, she has the ability to see through the eyes of her pursuer in order to track him. Uh, and then the game is uh, very heavily focused on story, and apparently no two playthroughs of this game are going to be the same. So mm. there is a lot going on here um, from the trailer. Very mysterious, dark, uh, a little creepy, um, definitely into it. Um, would I give this title, though, a shot off the bat? Probably not. And mm -hmm. I only I only say that because I feel like I feel like this is going to be a short game. Like I feel like this is going to be a title that you only get maybe uh you know maybe 20 plus hours out of if anything. Even with the game the gameplay being different each playthrough, um I still feel like this is going to be something where uh the story itself is going to be a bit shorter than expected. And that's why you kind of want to play through it so many times to get the different experiences, um, mm. like kind of like Until Dawn, but shorter. So I feel like this yeah. is going to be a good title, but is it going to be like extravagant or something I would invest off the bat? Probably not. Probably wait till it's on sale. Give it a shot then. This, this gave me like a, a a black and white feeling of like Bioshock, you know, like okay, just like that old school story type of type of feel you know like that that steampunkish type of you know like but this is like old old theater you know what i mean like mm -hmm. right right um and uh i mean it could it could be uh you know it's it's again it's gonna be a, like a walking simulator you know it's not like uh it's it's mo it's all about the story rather than any kind of like uh you know uh, mechanics or anything it's gonna be a story driven uh horror show basically Right. Mm -hmm. Right. Interesting. See, and you said that it, it the story is never the same each time, right? Yeah, apparently the experience is different each playthrough. So, so that reminds me of Layers of Fear a lot then, because anytime I think yes. of that, I think of Layers of Fear, which is an amazing game, and Layers of Fear 2 is coming out too, by the way. Yeah. Oh, nice. They announced okay. that. Hell yeah. Layers so I'm excited. Fear, I played that on a stream one time. I played through like the first, you know, my first playthrough all the way through. It was like a four-hour stream. Yeah. Um. I I was a mess. I was like screaming my head off. Like I was like It's scary. It is a scary game. And I remember having people in there uh at just like laughing. They were just like, This is amazing. Like we've never seen you like this scary. It's amazing. <laughs> yeah, I might go back and replay on stream because I did it by myself with my friend who was home uh with us from Illinois and both of us were like, I don't know what to do. Why are you going that way? You already went that yeah. way. No, close that door. Like, when, oh my when you're God. like looking at the fruit and then all of a sudden you yeah. turn around but then you turn back at the <gasps> fruit painting and it's all like fucking guts and blood oh and it's dripping down that's from awesome. the like oh my god that's awesome it's so good the one room with the little dolls and the clowns oh, uh, forget uh, it. Uh, I, I lost oh, no. my shit 
Oh, no, there's this one part in that game, too, that literally you walk through like it looks like you're in an intestine and something's chasing after you and you go through a door and you shut the door and you go through. There's like a set of three doors to pick from and like one of the three doesn't have the thing um, because there's something else behind the door that's going to like follow you because it's coming from the same area that you were just in and you have to figure out what door it is that isn't there. And it's literally the scariest freaking shit. Like it's a good game. Very good. It's a, it, it does well with jump scares and atmosphere scare. Like the mm-hmm. atmosphere of like, you know, you need to turn around now because there's nowhere else to go. But you know that if you turn around, there's going to be something there and you don't want to turn around. But then you turn around, <laughs> and there's nothing there. And yeah. then like, you, but then like, you're like, OK, oh, and then you turn around and it's there. And it's like, what the f***? Yes. <laughs> yeah, I feel like Dollhouse might might be that kind of game. We're I'm very, interested in that very, you know, it messes with you neurologically, like you know. Yeah, there's a good haunting theme to it. Yeah, so I'm, uh, I'm down with it. You know, I'll give it a try. Um, but I have other titles that are probably trump that one. Yeah, yeah. But mm-hmm. still, give it a shot. Still looks, look, looks worth the shot. So not bad. Um, and then uh, moving on, the last bit on uh, the list that I uh, that I have, uh, May 31st, exclusively for PS4, apparently. Um, don't know if it got listed for any other, uh, any other systems as of now, uh, but we have Trover Saves the Universe, and that mm. is a game from the creators of Rick and Morty. Yeah. So, it's just, it's just Justin Roiland, not Dan Harmon. Oh, no. Okay. All right. Yeah. It's, it's just Justin Roiland. So the voice of Rick and Morty. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Thank you for the correction. Uh, yeah. and also com- part of the anime. Right. right. Right, right, right. Yeah, basically, it's a comedy adventure game, and, uh, you know, you go through, uh, you're an alien, uh, your dogs have gone missing, and an evil overlord has shoved your dogs into his eye sockets, and he's going to destroy the universe. Um, So that's, yeah, that's essentially, that's it. That's the game. Um, (laughs) The game was weird. Yeah, it is. He was at at PAX East and E3, so... Weird, weird, weird game. I actually got to I, I talked to him for like twenty seconds, so you got a selfie together. But he uh he's a funny guy, man. And the game is just like all it's like unheld back Rick and Morty, basically. Yeah, you know, like and, and that and that show apparently restrains itself compared to what this game's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is uh from the trailer, it's just like I I couldn't I don't even know. <laughs> like it's so crazy and out there. It's undescribable because it's just so fucking weird because Justin Roiland is a crazy person. And I love the guy. He's hysterical to me, but he is like out of his gourd. And like he just comes up with, just, I think, just random shit. And it just like, like he must have just like written down post it notes and threw it at a wall and whatever actually stuck to the wall he went with. You know what I mean? <laughs> like that's, that's the way it's, or he like, he really wrote it on bologna slices and threw it at a plastic board. <laughs> just to see. <laughs> That's the most perfect like explanation for any like stupid humor, Bob's you know, Rick and Morty kind of show. Yeah. That's that's what it feels like. Like you're you're watching the even the trailer or playing the little demo or whatever, and it feels like he wrote on Sharpie marker on bologna and threw it at a wall and whatever stuck there, that's what he made into the story. That's how I make decisions in my life, too. So <laughs> <it's okay. laughs> All right. So that's uh, that's going to conclude the list of upcoming title releases for the month cool. of May. May seems weird. 
Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's, <laughs> it's uh, always a little, weird. A little all over the place, but a couple titles that uh, I'm personally it's excited for. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, you know, we'll we'll see uh, see what happens, and uh, we'll see how these titles pan out as far as critics go. So, John, if you get to review any of these, please let us know. And if I manage to get my yeah, hands absolutely. on any of the titles, I'll definitely let you guys know how uh, they oh, are. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it looks uh, looks like May is going to be a, a good month for game releases. Um, it's all right. Uh, with all that being said and done, I believe now would be the appropriate time to uh, take a short break. And uh, <laughs> and when we get back, uh, we're going to go ahead and play a arousing game of Armageddon Tired of Zombies. And uh, <laughs> I, will, I will go ahead and explain to the listeners exactly what that game entails uh, once we get back from the break. We're back, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for sticking with us here on the Party Up Podcast. Uh, video games have been the name uh, this week. Uh, did a lot of coverage for upcoming titles uh, for the month of May. Uh, did a little bit of talk about the recent release of Days Gone. Uh, and in light of the release uh of course again you know days gone being the zombie uh post-apocalyptic game that kind of fell flat for us as gamers i i think i can say that confidently across the board um i decided to put together uh a little game where uh we are going to talk about the apocalypse um, but to be completely honest with you, Armageddon Tired of Zombies. Woo! And that is the, in fact, the title of this portion of the show. And we're going to talk about, uh, essentially our versions of terrible apocalyptic outbreaks that cause the masses to become something else. Now, listen, zombies tried and true. They've traced the zombie like myth back to uh the babylonian like times with, Interesting. Uh, yeah with Gilgamesh. like gilgamesh has a whole section of him fighting like a bunch of undead right mm. quote unquote undead yeah it's uh it's crazy the, the lore for zombies is like i said tried and true everybody loves zombies but for me yeah. personally just you know if it's not executed correctly uh or we're given something a bit different uh, it's all the same shit, more or less. So, I'm getting tired of it, uh, and we're gonna talk about it this, uh, right now with our versions of, uh, post-apocalyptic viruses or uh, end-of-the-world viruses. Um, so, essentially what I asked you guys to do, John Candy, this week, um, was to pick a location for your ground zero. So where basically this virus will will begin, um, and I use the term virus loosely, you know, how, however you want to go ahead, disease, right, uh, right. you know, whatever, uh, asteroid, what, you know, whatever causes 
something to you know begin the chain reaction of change um we got to detail what it does to people and what if anything does it make them turn into but it cannot be zombie in any way shape or form so um no i would say no flesh eating um you know the standard method of transmission which is a zombie bite or a scratch um you know what we're just gonna try to be a little creative here and uh see where everybody's mind went with this one see if we can give a nice twist to the zombie lore and and come up with yeah. something new so um it because i'm a gentleman uh katie <laughs> you can go ahead and go first and uh <laughs> let us know what you came up with fantastic already so i want to pick one of my favorite you know things that exist in the in the world and i wanted to you know give a little info on it um essentially what has happened in this timeline is we have a tourist who is um hanging around in bangladesh and is just like oh wow let me go into the wild um, and go, you know, look at the the natural existing habitats that are, you know, available to me with my eyeballs because I can see perfectly 2020. So, you know, entitlement. Uh, <laughs> essentially, <laughs> essentially what happens is he comes across this little cute animal, right? And this little cute animal is none other than the slow loris. And the slow loris, if you didn't know, is one of the cutest, if not the cutest animal on the entire planet. I will send pictures. And <laughs> okay, they're they're literally. Hold on, I'm sending this link right the, now. With the big, big bug eyes, <laughs> the little like sticky finger looking things, like yeah. you get in like a, yeah, yeah, yeah. They are slow loris, they're the so primate. Cute. Yes. They're endangered. Please save them. Um, But essentially, well, actually, in my timeline, they're not. Um, (laughs) Essentially, this guy is like, oh, my God, look at this baby, whatever the heck it is. You're so cute. You have bug eyes. I want to take you. And the guy picks it up and rubs it against his face. Now, if you didn't know, mama's, mama slow lorises. Um, lick their young to save them from predators because they are the only known mammal that has venomous saliva and they can kill a, a grown adult human with their saliva, right? Whoa. Yes. They are the, one of the deadliest animals on the planet. If they feel threatened or if they feel scared or feel like that they are going to attack, um, they, they can, you know, if their saliva mixes with venom, then they can kill you. Um, but that's the thing is that they lick their young and cover their young in this saliva so that predators don't go near it. But this idiot is like, oh my God, you're so cute. Let me hold you even though I don't know. So he, he does that and rubs it against his face and it gets in his eye and he starts to turn into a giant humanoid slow loris. Who <laughs> just oh, goes man. around and licks people. Nice. And essentially transmits the disease by licking people oh my but the thing is slow lorises are very very slow you know but they can move up to five miles per hour in the nighttime so (laughs) it's even scarier because you have these giant humanoid slow lorises that only move at night and 
uh, honest to God, like it's the scariest thing in my head now that I think about it because your eyes bulge out of your head. Yeah. And you get these like really weird nubby hand things and you start growing fur in real, really weird places. Oh and God. you just look like that you're ready to cry because you've watched Endgame too many times. <laughs> and honestly, you just lick everything that moves. Like they're stupid. But, like, they like anything that moves. And part of you is just, like, terrified, so you run. Like, during the day, you're probably fine. But at night is when you need to watch out because, I mean, they, they move at walking speed. So, I mean, you could probably run from them. But, right. you know, if you accidentally get close to one, maybe another slow loris licked, slow loris humanoid licked another slow loris humanoid um, just because it, you moved. So I'm going to lick you and you rub up against it on accident. Hey, you now a slow loris humanoid and that is the apocalypse. So have fun with that. <laughs> that is really f***ing clever. That's really funny. Wow. <laughs> I was like, so where can I, can you just imagine a slow loris human like just sitting there like munch it and the thing is is they can sit for hours and be unmoving and unblinking so can you just imagine wow (laughs) that was really good wow that is really good that's awesome do you have a did you give your uh your slow loris virus a name or are you uh so so the genus of the slow loris is the nice bus i cannot say that correctly but i just i would just call it i would just call call it the nice loris disease because it's cute but it's also deadly so <laughs> all right that's awesome that was that was actually very well thought out i'm very <laughs> impressed was really that well. was very good so the end of the Thank world you. comes at the hands of the slow loris and every human turns into a, a slow loris and licks each other <laughs> they're that taking is, it back that's that's actually pretty creepy that yeah, is, right? Yeah, that's great. That's, that's awesome. nature correcting itself for endangered species. That is bravo. Bravo, Katie. That <laughs> yeah. was really that was I'm very impressed. That was actually very good. Awesome. <laughs> Thank you so much. Sick. Awesome. All right, so that's one way that we can ima- reimagine the zombie virus uh taking over the world and bringing about the end of days for the human race. Um very impressed. Uh John, can you follow that up? <laughs> uh i think so i well listen at first i was i was 100 percent just gonna like kind of phone this in and at first i was just gonna say like uh people are just they're they're mysteriously getting hit by cars uh but instead of dying they turn into like famous celebrities that have been hit by cars like <laughs> <laughs> They'll randomly turn into like Gary Busey or Ed Shireen or Stephen King or oh, Stephen Carell or Matt Matt Pinfield from MTV. So you have like a one in five chance of being someone cool. Um, but then, wow. like, but then they roam the earth forever as that like celebrity, and the virus spreads every time someone gets hit by a car. Oh my god! Uh, so oh I was gonna god. phone it in with that, but <laughs> but I have come up with something better. Uh, at least I think, even though that's hysterically funny to me, because um, like like many people, yes, you get kind of bored of zombies. Um, so I was thinking more of <clears throat> the machine, like machine apocalypse. Um, but instead of like them forming like an army, like in near Automata or Terminator or something like that, um, they abduct humans and replace them with like perfect like android copies Hmm. um 
and it it starts off kind of slow and there doesn't seem to be any pattern but then all of a sudden by the time like humans have caught on it's way too late um and then there's just like left so it's like let's say like the 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 it it was like a game idea that i had kind of had so everything kind of started off in the resistance kind of started in new york um and there were like pockets of resistance fighters like all over the world um but you kind of start off in new york and um humans had started building like emp guns like uh, uh where they right. could shoot off uh, electromagnetic pulses you know and like to like take out machines as they finally started to army of people that you know and love you know what right. i mean because they're just android copies of these people that that you're you know that everyone knows um and um so they have to kind of take back and rebuild the world um there are still places you can hide uh humans have kind of mostly gone underground because you know the machines work on like uh you know solar power so you can live in the arctic or like a thick jungle or underground or something like that um that seems to be like where the resistance is built up because that was the only safe place you could be until they went out and started making these uh you know, these 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 take backs um mm. and uh, so i guess it's sort of like a matrixy thing meets terminator meets invasion of the body snatchers type of apocalypse mm. nice but i was, um, i guess i guess it's not really a disease so there's no like name for it but right no that's fine that's no it's you still have the idea of you know the masses turning and everything like that so yeah you know that's that works. Yeah, like they they started with like big people in like government and business, you know, and then like started to trickle down to like celebrities, you know, and then like all of a sudden everyone realized like oh shit, it's way too late. Like, but like I guess instead of instead of turning, uh, it there was just like a, a random random disappearance, and then they would kind of just you know show up. I like huh. that a lot. Nice. Yeah. But then I I think where where it eventually goes is like if this was going to be like a game or a movie, I think um where it eventually goes is that there's a section of machines uh that kind of become more self aware as as the AI becomes more intelligent and they uh and they kind of become too self aware where they realize like we're not we're doing what the humans originally had done like we're no better than they are mm-hmm. you know like we need to stop what's going on and then so they sort of join the human resistance to fight off their their robot uh whatever right 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 that's awesome that's actually uh that cool. yeah that is pretty cool man that's good thank you i like that yeah yeah that's definitely like it, my, it, my, my car <laughs> <laughs> no it's 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 the it's the same central idea of your outbreak scenario you know what I'm saying, yeah. and 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 it changing the world and everything like that, but it's done in a in a, in a more of a sci sci fi. Uh, yeah, I viewpoint. went more sci fi direction. Yeah, I do like that. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely into it. So that's uh, that's right. definitely one way that the end of days can come for us humans, the machines. Yeah. That's you know a combination of two themes that seem to be very popular, and it definitely works, man. That was good. I like it. I Thank like you. it. Uh, definitely would not want to be part of that timeline. Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Well, see, I went with, I, I really kind of, even though this was like my, I like idea for like the, the discussion, I was actually kind of having a bit of trouble 
trying to think of something like on a large scale. So I kind of like I thought more so like if I were to make this um not so much uh, of a mass outbreak, but more of the idea like uh, of of the beginnings of what could have been a, a terrible outbreak, but then can is is contained relatively on a smaller scale where, you know, it, it does, in fact, uh, it, it can be stopped early. So early okay. stage kind of stuff. But essentially, I decided to uh, have this take place. Now, I'm thinking kind of a mix of like a cinematic video game kind of situation here um, where we have the storyline take place uh, in a town called Guerra, Texas. And that is actually the smallest city in the state of Texas. So that is like the the least populated place in Texas is Guerra, and essentially isolated, or is it like a like mountain ranges and rivers kind of thing? Yeah, just it's just. uh, I mean, I don't know too much about the geography. I just know that that's the smallest place. I'm assuming because it's going to be mountainous, or you know, or it's just going to be you know some place you don't really want to live, but people live there. You know, like Florida. I mean, yeah, that Um, sounds about right. So, <laughs> so, <laughs> so we have to, you know, the story takes place in Guerra, Texas, and essentially how this begins is that, uh, you know, small town, Texas, uh, deranged, uh, farm owner, um, and horses and okay. okay now through the breeding process. This deranged farmer brings to the world a a what would technically, I guess, be considered a minotaur child of some sort, but reverse bottom half human, top half uh, horse. Oh my lord! So <laughs> this is so this is where it, it 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 you know he he does that, and he is so. You know he's crazy, so he ends up believing that this is like, this is the most beautiful creature that could ever grace the earth, and so he he's wants centaurs? so <laughs> centaurs. Yes, yeah, basically. Um, so you know he creates a centaur-like being, and uh, what ends up happening is because he is so infatuated with the fact that this is you know his creation, and through some freak. You know, accident of nature and biology. This happens, and he thinks that this is this is the next step. This is the <laughs> next step. So he raises the the, fuck? He, the 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 uh, the centaur, and he begins to try to convert other regular people into what he has created by kidnapping them. And then his creation, I didn't give a name or anything, I didn't get that far, but ends up basically spreading his genes through his blood. So where they would capture victims and they would capture uh, other humans, they would then be forced to drink this being's blood and they would come down with what would be rumored as the full fever. And it would have them change and morph almost like uh, as if um, like, you know, if a vampire were to give you their blood, 
more or less. You know what I'm saying? Like consuming the blood will change them. So through that same ideal, through that same process, you know, they try, they start converting into these monsters that are not exactly like him, but very close. And they start morphing into these monsters, and then they start to spread again, capturing more people, and it starts to uh, to happen to to just the population. And again, thinking more of like a theme, a, a cinematic, like or even like movie game style. Uh, sorry, excuse me, a video game style. Um, you would the main character of the story would be a a doctor that would have a patient come in randomly in the ER just completely just sweaty bloodshot like the whole thing like disease ridden and they're yeah. taking tests and they see there's something wrong with their blood and then they this person turns in the hospital and then the doctor you know goes to trace it and you know long story short they they find the origin of where it's happening there's literally hundreds of people turned at this point coming going across the plains of texas walking around as centaurs and turning people <laughs> through through um. through you know the the through just the contact of blood and this is where that you know it's the beginnings of a massive outbreak that could harm the entire human race but through science and action and other things uh they end up stopping this uh full fever and they end up going straight to the source and killing both <laughs> the farmer and the original centaur. And, and uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> the farmer Amazing. and the Dell. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and, and that's, I, I, I see the ending being uh, where they just like, they just get these massive flamethrowers and torch the entire farm. And they're, they're half human, half horse creatures running around on fire. And it's just complete nuts yeah. and crazy. But that would be my, uh, my uh, virus really outbreak. Yeah. Yeah. Very horror, um, gore I, style. Yeah. I would definitely say that that is not the future that I want. That is not my future. <laughs> as uh, Days of I mean, Future like Past once said. But like, <laughs> but like imagine, God, um, imagine you're like watching a movie or playing a video game with a cinematic where like you see what appears to be a horse. A horse. You know what I'm saying? Nearby, yeah. and you're like, "Oh, look at uh-huh. look at the wild, look at the wild stallion! Oh my god!" And you get closer, and as closer, you realize that it's just the horse head, but no. a human body, and then it starts chasing no. you down and abducts you. Like, how no. f-ed up is that? Uh, no, it's- no. <laughs> no, I don't like that at all. No, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so my. My uh, my mind went to a weird place, and uh, that, that is what I that good. is what I created a horror outbreak style movie or video game in Guerrero, Texas. Uh, people contract the full fever through blood, <laughs> and uh, and yeah, that's it. I am uh, I am very 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 impressed with your mind. I am um, <laughs> I definitely value you. That was horrifying. Uh, I appreciate that a lot. So thank you for being fucking weird. <laughs> <laughs> always, always be weird. Um, so yeah. So I- I'm not gonna lie though. I I you heard your uh, interpretation of like Armageddon, uh, Katie, and I was like, damn it. I was like, 
I can't beat. I can't beat that. What, no, what, yours was so good. What, what does horror horse humans have? Like I can't beat slow lorises. Like no, both just, both yours and John's were so good. Honestly, no, I think like, everybody did, a, did a fantastic. I think everybody did a yeah. round of applause so for everybody great. tonight. Woo! Round of applause to everybody. That was good, guys. So that was our uh, little discussion because Mom, we're getting tired of, uh, of zombies. Everybody seems to be getting tired of zombies. I'm getting tired of this nonsense. Um, so yeah, so we decided to uh, switch things up, keep keep like somewhat it. true to the lore, but just give a new fresh take on it. And uh, yeah. I hope you guys, the listeners, um, appreciated it. Um, I know All I enjoyed it. Podcast yeah, do the legal stuff. Pod. Do the legal stuff. I I want to draw a picture of a humanoid slow loris. Like honestly, it looks so scary <laughs> in my brain. The way that I picture it, like it's just really kind of gross. Wouldn't it be just oh. like a five foot ten version of King Lorian from uh in uh from Madagascar? I guess so. They kind of <laughs> look like like little baby Ewoks, but like you know what I mean. But like bigger <laughs> eyes. And like I feel like with your eyes and you turning into a humanoid one, your eyes would literally pop out of your head so far that like blood is running down your face. That's so like crazy. I don't know. Like honest to God, like I just uh, I need to get this uh, out of my head and on paper now. If <laughs> anybody out there has us on Twitter at Party Up Tweets, uh, tweet us the art that you will create after this discussion is heard. Oh, for each of us, yeah. <laughs> for each of us. We want to see humanoid slow lorises. We want to see android versions of all three of us. And then we need oh, to God. have a uh, centaur-esque creature uh, resembling Satan himself and covered in blood. So, <laughs> so um, terrifying. So, yeah. So, I think that's... Uh, I think we did good. I'm very impressed. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Good yeah, job, guys. Good. <laughs> Pats on the job backs all around. All around. Awesome. Yeah, all right. Yeah. Um, unless you guys have anything to add, I'm uh I'm done. Stick a fork in me. <laughs> I'm good. I'm, I'm done. Good. <laughs> My ass I'm, is going to bed. <laughs> yeah, for real. I feel you on that one. So all right, ladies oh, and gentlemen. Uh, actually, you know what? One, uh, actually, I do have one thing to add. <laughs> Uh, before <laughs> before we leave, real quick, uh, by the time this airs, I just want to say happy birthday to oh, you. Happy, happy birthday to you. Oh. Happy birthday, dear. Oh. <laughs> I love you. Happy, happy birthday, birthday to, to you. <laughs> thank you guys i love you oh love you. man we love you i appreciate it <laughs> we're gonna get you stuffed uh animals of slow lorises oh and, and mail God. them to you stop i wouldn't probably cry <laughs> honestly but like seriously have you not looked at pictures of them and just on the internet and just gone oh my god look yeah. up pictures of people tickling them like so oh cute. yeah, I love them. When they put their hands up, yeah, like, yeah. super cute. Do they stay there? Oh, uh, they stay there. So I had to. It was just I couldn't perfect, resist. I couldn't perfect, resist. Perfect timing. Oh man. 
All right, ladies and gentlemen, that's going (laughs) to that's going to do it for us here at the show this week. Uh, We covered a lot of grounds. The Days Gone review of of sorts. Uh, We listed all of May's upcoming video game titles uh, that we deem somewhat interesting. Um, So definitely take a look at those. If anybody gets their hands on those titles and plays them, uh, let us know what you think. You know, like John said, it doesn't matter what everybody else has to say. If you're interested and you invest, you know, let us know. Were some of these titles worth the money? Were some of these titles letdowns? Uh, hit us up on Instagram at the Party Up Podcast or on Twitter at Party Up Tweets. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed our post-apocalyptic game of Armageddon Tired of Zombies. Um, hopefully, uh, we never do that again. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I love that title. God damn, I love that title. So good. I, I um, still, I'm so pissed at myself that it took me hearing you say it. <laughs> I literally stared at it all day. <laughs> oh man but that was fantastic thank you guys so much for contributing and playing along with me uh, great ways to end the world and uh, yeah. hell listen if anybody out there has any weird creepy crazy or funny ways that they would envision the world ending in a post-apocalyptic version of the zombie virus but not really the zombie virus head us up on facebook you can go to our main page facebook.com slash party up podcast or be part of our group where most of our discussions are held at facebook.com slash groups slash party up podcast uh either way no matter how you decide to follow us follow us on the social medias um be part of our community uh be part of the show and uh of course no matter how you decide to listen to us make sure you head over to our anchor page it is our home base anchor.fm slash party up podcast you can catch not just obviously this episode but all of our past episodes and become a direct supporter through the website so hit that up hit up everything else uh love us listen to us and continue to be fantastic fans as you've been so far since day one we appreciate everything you guys do for us and that's gonna be it so we will see you guys next week i of course have been your host big mosh for john katie we'll catch you guys on a new episode next time take care everybody bye i love you bye